Welcome to UAB Techno, a podcast about all things technology at UAB. Welcome to our first podcast episode. We are currently recording for the month of March. We're going to do a recap of some stuff we went through in February, what's happening in this coming month. We're going to shout out a couple new softwares, give you some updates. We're really excited to help UAB campus better connect with things that are available that relate to technology. We have a lot of different tips to keep you secure, software that you can use to improve your work, all sorts of things. So we want to help connect you to those things. I'm Jessica Reed. I work in IT communications and marketing as a graphic designer, and I put together our newsletter, some internal communications for our department, obviously do graphics, and now I'm a podcast star. My name is MJ Moon. I am a creative consultant at UABIT. I joined the team as a student assistant the summer before my senior year of college, and I stuck around because I love my job and I love what we do here. I primarily run our social media and um, help us communicate with people on the interwebs, as Jessica likes to say. Let's just face it. You keep us hip. Okay, cool. Yeah, she's like the go-to person for, is this what the cool kids say? So that's us, MJ yeah. and Jessica. Yeah. Here we go. Let's get started. Back in February, we got to announce a really fun change. Ask Blaze launched officially for students. Ask Blaze is our chatbot that is available in the UAB app. It has been in the works for a long time. Very cross-collaborative project, different Departments on campus got together to put content into this chatbot. Uh, they launched it in 2019 as a pilot and to do some testing, um, and it went really well. So they've gone ahead and officially launched that uh, for all students in February. So the great thing about the chatbot, Ask Blaze, is that it is the go-to place to answer your quick questions. Simple things like, when is the next football game? Do I have a payment due? How much is my balance? All those things can be answered inside Ask Blaze. It's a personalized chatbot. It has access to some of your records in Blazernet, um, as well as the UAB calendar. And the good thing about it is the more questions you ask, the more it learns on what information you're looking for. So the more students use it, the easier it'll be to communicate with and the more effective information it will be able to give you. I was part of the pilot testing and I got into a few fights with Ask Blaze. It's kind of like if you get to know Siri or Alexa. My responses actually helped identify some issues of why my answers weren't coming up quickly. I was posing questions in full sentences with punctuation and capitalization, and so the bot was not able to read that. So they were able to go and make tweaks. They saw those responses and started to figure out why it wasn't giving the answer that I was looking for. So they took all of that information from the pilot, cleaned it up so it's a better user experience, and they're always open to feedback. So go give it a try. You can go to uab.edu slash app to learn more. So on this podcast, we're going to feature software that is available to you. We'll notify you of new things that are becoming available, but also how you can use current things uh, to better improve your workflow or just make you stand out more. Back in October, Adobe Creative Cloud was made available free for all students at UAB. There are also licenses available for staff and faculty if they're interested. 
Um, and so I wanted to highlight one of the programs. I love Adobe, but Spark is a free program that can help you kind of get your feet wet and see if you want to learn more about Adobe. There are three programs in Spark called Page, which is web pages, Post, which is for social graphics, and Video, which is for videos. It's an online and mobile design app. And you've used it before for your own personal social media. Yeah. So I've used Post and Video, Post to create digital flyers and graphics, and Video to just do some simple, easy editing. So in Post, I am a big fan of the vast amount of templates fonts, colors, symbols, anything you need in a flyer or graphics creating app is there. So um, I create a lot of custom collages that go on my personal Instagram stories, um, but as well as flyers for events. And these are things that can either be shared on your social or they can be sent via text, sent via email, even printed. It is a great free app by Adobe that anyone has access to. And it integrates with the other Adobe products as well, right? Yeah. So if you go to spark.adobe.com, you can add your own personal brand as a theme. And in there, that includes any imagery you prefer to use, your colors, patterns, fonts, all that stuff. And it syncs right to the app on your phone. One of the great things about Adobe Spark is it has unlimited storage. So you can keep everything you create and not have to worry about any caps and getting rid of videos that you've created. If you want to learn more about using Adobe at UAB, go to go.uab.edu slash Adobe. Now, if you're a Microsoft person, you may want to check out Microsoft Sway, which is part of Office 365. It's a digital storytelling app for interactive reports, presentations, etc. It can offer you some of the same things that we've talked about with Adobe Spark, just in a platform that you might be more comfortable with. So Adobe and Microsoft are available. Go check them out. Go to uab.edu slash IT. So speaking of Microsoft, there are also changes coming to Outlook, especially for Mac OS and iOS users. Outlook is going to be pushing some changes very soon that will result in the application not working for macOS and iOS users if it is not updated. It's a good idea to always keep your systems and devices updated because it helps you be better compliant, reduce your reboots, and just have better performance in general. Check the show notes below for details on this update related to Outlook and make sure that your system is current. We talk a lot about security in UABIT. We, as a department, have the latest and greatest deployed on the network and on our systems to make sure that we stay secure. However, each user of the network is basically has a key that hackers are going to try to leverage to give them access that they want to either steal your information or try to hurt the university. So one of the things we're going to talk about a lot is phishing. And those are fake emails or communications that try to trick you into giving information. We've had a lot of fish lately that try to trick you into thinking someone really important is reaching out to you for an urgent need. They'll say, I'm in a meeting. Can you help me? I need you to run to the grocery store and get me some $500 gift cards. I'll get you reimbursed right away. Can you go do that? Go and pick out the gift card. They ask for the gift card number and information and then you never hear from them again, you find out they're actually not the important person you thought they were. Uh, so don't fall for those because then you're out the money. 
we have a bunch of material to help you become more fish aware where you can see all the things that hackers try to do. If you go to uab.edu slash infosec, you can get more information about that. How do you make sure that an email that you got is not a fish? If you hover over an email address and it is not from a at uab.edu address, it is probably not safe to interact with. Even if the name appears in the email as a person you know and trust or someone that's established at the university, it's important to check and make sure Something that I never considered but I saw in a tips list recently was to really evaluate the format of the email. If it looks like it doesn't seem legitimate, that's another simple sign that you can see without clicking or interacting with anything in the email. Most employees and people at UAB have signatures that are approved by the university. If an email doesn't have that, then that seems a little suspicious as well. If you're suspicious of an email, you can just report it to our security team and they'll take a look at it. There's a report a fish button in Outlook, or you can just forward the email to phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, at uab.edu, and they'll let you know if it's valid or not. So MJ manages social media for UABIT. She teaches me a lot of things. That's actually how we got to know each other because she taught me how to use Snapchat so I could get to know my sister, who's younger than me, a little bit better. So I turned to her for everything social media, but she's keeping everybody updated on all things technology and she's doing some really fun tech debates. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So on our Instagram stories, we do tech debates um, once or twice a week. It's just a poll that anyone who follows us or anyone who doesn't can go vote in. And we look and see what everyone's kind of thinking. What are some of the debates you've done before? Last week, we asked people if they track their screen time. I only allowed myself two hours of entertainment apps during the day. Um, but I always hit 15 more minutes several times. So when we asked, do you track your screen time? 35% of our voters said that they do. And 65% said that they don't. We had a follow-up question where we asked everyone, if they would rate their screen time on a scale of sad, okay, and ideal. The average of the 16 was between okay and ideal. So no one felt that their screen time was absolutely horrible. But who really is the judge of that? I mean, because if you looked at my screen time, someone else is going to rate it as sad. Is it just a personal judgment? <laughs> I think it is a personal judgment, but I, I also think that the way we communicate with technology at our job is probably different. I use my phone a lot when I'm working because I'm on social media so much. So you took a job as a social media manager yeah. just so that you could be on your phone all day. That you is what the problem everybody's I feel looking for. like it appears to be sometimes. So we did another vote um, earlier this week. I shared an IGTV video that CNET did. They had one of their employees sit in a room and he was able to ask a pair of people two questions. That's it. Then he had to decide who had an iPhone and who had an Android. So I thought this was a fun little game, but I was also wondering if our followers thought that you could determine a person's phone type based on a personality. From two questions. From two questions. Okay. It wasn't blind or anything. Like, he was able to see their appearance. He kind of made some guesses. Like, some people in the video had Apple Watches on. And that's almost a dead giveaway. 
Well, it is because um, you have to have an iPhone to yeah. use an Apple Watch. A guy was in utility pants, and he was like, no, you have an Android. And he was right. So That's a little stereotypical, but it ended but, up being right? So that that's the question. Okay. Can you determine a person's phone type based on their personality? What do you think? I think that could be a really sticky situation. And I would... Phone type? Well, you start making assumptions about people. And I just think whenever you base assumptions off of any sort of stereotype, it's not the best idea. (laughs) I think you could still. Oh, okay. I'm just not willing to go there. Oh, okay. 78% of people think that you can determine a person's phone type based on their personality. While 22 believe that it's just not true. Hmm. So is there anything else in social media that's exciting right now? Jessica. What? We are getting 117 new emojis. Oh my gosh. It would be better if it was 170, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, so some of my favorites, we are getting a smiling and crying emoji. We use a combination of them right now to get across that, that feeling. Yeah. But we're going to be able to do some happy tears. Some of our medical departments are going to be pretty excited about the anatomically correct heart and lungs emoji Ooh. that we're going to be getting now. They're also adding some more um, diverse and inclusive emojis. I think my absolute favorite one is the tiny baby seal, though. Is that a plunger? We are getting a plunger. Hmm. So when you plunge out the fish out of your email, I will, you can text me I and will tell me use that. That emoji on our Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at UAB underscore IT. When do the emojis come out? It will not be available to everyone until December. April through December is when software updates roll out and 117 new emojis become available to everyone. Well, I wish they were available sooner, but I love free things. So I'll take it however I can get it. The baby seal. Catch it on our Twitter. And the plunger. We did it, MJ. That's our first podcast. So that's it. Thank you so much. And uh, if you have any questions or want to learn more, go to uab.edu slash IT. Techno is produced by UABIT's communication and marketing team with Carrie Bean, MJ Moon, and Jessica Reed. Music from Kevin McLeod.